We're here. We're here. We're on. Thunderpop live late night with Thunderpop, 9.27 p.m. Going on a little later than expected. I was juggling some stuff, uh, finishing up a commercial that actually I can't talk about it yet because they have to approve the commercial before I, I talk about it because you were asking about that before the show. Uh, it's a secret. I can talk about this from for, it's for gaming. Uh, it's gaming related, and that's about it at the, at the moment. But once they approve it, it's out to the public. I can post it anywhere I want. Um, and they want me to post it all over the place, splatter it all over, all over the interwebs. Not um, until, yeah, not until you're, not until it's approved though. Yeah. Uh, we, we're here. We had some technical difficulties. Then I had to put the kid to bed, and the kid didn't want to go to bed. He refused to eat. He was he always does this. He he's he's this he's the king of stalling. Resist, resist. He, he resists. He's great at resisting. But he'll he'll uh, he's like I'm not hungry. And then he'll eat a little bit, but he won't eat all of his meal. Then about the time he's about to go to bed, he says, I'm hungry. <laughs> so he gets more time up that way. Tricky. Yeah. Slick. We're going to have a Thunder Pop Extra right now. In your living rooms. In your bathrooms. In your bedrooms. We're about to have wherever your smartphone and you are at. We're going to talk Dune. Uh, now, we were on hiatus. I took a big break over the fall uh, after we did our Johnny Light, Lightfoot tribute episode. I took a big break. And uh, worked on short form videos and social media, other other stuff. Launched a business, so it was pretty busy. But and Reed over here next to me, me and him one saw we did go see the Dune sequel, mm -hmm. or not the Dune sequel, the Dune the Dune part one uh, remake reboot. Uh, we went and saw the Dune the new Dune movie that was delayed for a year, uh, over a year, and we finally went and saw it. Saw it on IMAX. And we're like, we can't wait to come back and talk about this. But by the time we come back and talk about it, anyone that really wanted to see it will have seen it. So we're just going to cover the sequel. We're going to talk about the Dune sequel. We'll also talk about the politics of Dune. We'll talk about this the, the story and what, you know, a lot, a lot of what went into creating the story, the motivations um, from the writer. So, yeah, and, and, and Reed being a big Dune fan is like, yeah, let's do that show. So we're doing the Thunder Pop Extra, talk about Dune. The sequel that's on the way uh, for Dune. And Judson Davenport coming in uh, said, oh. Chewbacca since Reed, a dick pic. <laughs> it just one long hairy ball. <laughs> Something hairy. I'll Google, I'll Google that, but we'll see if we can find that. I don't, know. I don't think it's a I'm good sure. idea. I don't I'm think sure it's a good idea. There's some stuff. Have you ever looked up Star Wars porn? Uh, no, no, no. You've, you've seen some stuff about there. I think you've seen some Star Wars porn. Reed at his new, <laughs> Reed at his new uh, location, his new headquarters. Reed yeah. Central underground, out underground, out <laughs> in the boonies. Out the boonies, man. He's he's off the grid. He's mm -hmm. at an undisclosed location now. Uh, he's been in an undisclosed location for several months. Place looks good in the back. I have no idea where it's at. But uh, then Judson went on to say, no, it's a red rocket, of course. <laughs> good to, I, good to I knew her. that. Good to hear I knew that. It's good to hear from Judson. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't talked to yeah. Judson in a while. While Judson made a, a photo for me when after Johnny passed away, we, we showed it on the show where, where uh, Judson, uh, Johnny and Dan Murphy, Johnny Lightfoot, are the Force Ghost at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. What? He made a picture where it made him into the Force Ghost. Oh, wow. 
I've got that here. I'll 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 pull that out if I can find. I won't pull out. I won't pull that out. (laughs) Don't pull a Chewbacca penis. Don't don't pull that out. Oh wait, here it is. Look. Yeah, show me, show me. (gasps) But but now this was Judson's idea. I had Yoda still in the middle. He turned. He made Gus the pug. Yoda. Dude, that's awesome, man. That was the genius of Judson Davenport to think of that, uh, to cover oh, that yeah. idea. But there's Johnny and, and then uh, Dan, uh, the Force Ghost, the end of Return of the Jedi. So he made Damn. that for him. That's I actually cool. need, I want to get that actually printed. It's cool. That's a good picture. That's a good picture. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. Judson. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, we're going to talk. Judson's great. Uh, he, you know, Photoshop master, mastermind. <laughs> He's a mastermind at Photoshop. Uh, we're going to go into Dune. We're going to do the opening credits. Uh, we got a lot of Dune talk. The ba- Oh, here's a clip from uh, the movie, from the Dune remake, the 2021 Dune. Here's a clip of the, the Baron. Did you like the Baron read? Oh, yeah. Like he's, uh, yeah. Good and evil? Yeah. No, I wouldn't say evil. Not I mean, evil. He's got, it, he's got. According to him, he's doing the right thing. You know? He is. There's, he is. Oh! <laughs> the Baron. <laughs> Uh, yeah you sent me that i like that one no but see that's actually a real photo though that's not even a joke that's that's (laughs) that's that's joe rogan and like one of those ice uh baths oh god wow but this is the real yeah that's the same picture it's the same picture that's the baron also taking a bath yeah wow such a great uh... is that the guy is that the actor's real body or they got him in, in a prosthetic no, they got him in a bodysuit. Yeah. Oh, okay, because this guy was—I mean, look at this guy's shoulders. Well, not a he's a tall guy. The actor—I think he's from—he's uh, Scandinavian. I think mm-hmm. I'm not sure he's Swedish or, or I think he's Swedish. I think. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah, he's a—he's—he's he's a talented guy. You know, when they wanted to make Jarowski's Jar, Dune, and that became a documentary. Yeah, that—I that, don't think that would have worked. Well, here's the thing. They were going to make that before the original, before the first, the movie that was made in the eighties. They were planning. They were planning this other movie. He was planning his movie before that movie, right? Before right. the the one they ended up making. Do you think it would have worked? Marlon Brando could have played the Baron. No, I, I think it would have Marlon. been just another. No, I don't think it would have worked because um, it wouldn't have been Frank Herbert's doing. It would have been Jodorowsky's doing. Mm-hmm. So like this is the first time even with, even the TV show on sci-fi was good too but it's like this yeah. is this dune this particular dune is Frank Herbert's dune. And I think the the director was was uh he would refer to the bible he called it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's Jeff's idea. That's right. I forgot about that <laughs> It was actually Jeff that came up with the oh, idea Jeff. of using the Sorry Jeff, taking your credit away. It was Jeff's idea to do the uh the Pug Yoda. Uh we need to get we're feeling brave. We get them all back in the studio. Yeah, we need like, to get Judson. I mean, we get Judson, Jeff, you. That's you know, be... there, there's not enough fresh air in there for that. When, when's the last time you talked to Jeff lately? Oh, I haven't talked to him in a while. But you know, I always I always harass, you know, yeah. Yeah. Jeff to talk about you know DMT and all that kind of crap. You've been bu- you've been busy though. You've been busy with all this stuff going on. Yeah, um, trying to be busy. Yeah, those stuff. So, okay, and Jeff's been busy too, I, I, I believe. So, all right, right, we'll do the opening, opening, and then we're gonna get into Dune talk. This Thunder Pop Extra is our second re- live of the new season. Here goes. 
Yeah. Hey. Here we are. The one and only, if I haven't given him his proper introduction yet, his proper respect, the one and only Reed Charles sitting next yeah, to comes. me. There you go. That's why I had to set it up. Give you a chance to to do your uh, your catchphrase. <laughs> Reed there. Reed. Reed in the house. Reed Charles, the one and only Reed. Feed the Reed Charles. Yeah, is in virtually in the Thunderpop Dome, coming from his new bunker in the <laughs> ground. He's underground right now, hiding somewhere out in, somewhere in Kansas. Somewhere in in Kansas, he's in the he's in the bo <laughs> boonies. Feed the reed. Feed the reed. Yeah, I bought a feed the reed. <laughs> I bought a silo. Every time you start to talk, I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna hit the button. Here we go. Ready? All right. Feed the reed. Okay. okay on a military I'm, I'm silo in, in Kansas. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. Well, it's good to have a familiar face back here. I always said that if I ever became famous, the first thing I would need to bury to not get canceled is this man next to me huh? and anything that I've ever done with him. I would, have to, I would have to flush oh, it away, <laughs> flush it away from existence. All the, not, all the other incriminating audio of yeah. all the incriminating audio. I would have to, uh, and if there's anything, whatever, I have to, to, what's the term? Denounce. I denounce you when you. Look, man, we've, we've grown. We've grown since then, and uh, I've expanded my mind since then. So yeah, you have. You have. You've been on a on a. Would you call it a spiritual journey? Since yeah, our since our pre-pandemic since pre-pandemic, yeah, I would say November of 2020. Yeah, spiritual mm -hmm. and religious experience that yeah has really changed my perspective. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to cover that too because it's definitely it overlaps into the Dune Dune talk. There's quite a few things. Yeah, pretty cool. And we're going to be getting into. Uh, so yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun show. Yeah. All right. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, in regards to it, really, is it you know being a fun show? Oh, <laughs> hey. Oh, by the way, Reed. In a couple, you know, we're we're just a a, a day, what one two days away from. Uh, and I got a clip. Uh, this is okay. So if you don't want anything from No Way Spider Man No Way Home to be spoiled, oh. look away because I have exclusive. I have exclusive photo leak from the movie. That was that was emailed me emailed me emailed to me today from a reliable source. It's wow. a photo still that was not in any of the trailers. Okay, Holy show me. Okay. If there was any question whether that was the real Doctor Strange or not that Peter Parker is talking to in those trailers, I think this has cleared it up. There it is. <laughs> is he throwing the finger on his face? Let's see. Yeah, what is he? Was he? Uh, that's, his, that's his index finger. So is that smell my finger? Is that the smell my finger? I think it is. Yeah, it's like that, that scene. Like? That scene made it into the movie. Was it just smell my finger, Peter Parker? That is, that is, that is fucking legit. That's a that's, see that that pretty much establishes that it is the real Doctor yep. Strange, right? Smell and he tells finger. he tells Peter to smell my finger. Which finger was it? Was it this finger? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the index one. 
index finger. It's like you could, you could count his knuckles. Would you? Oh boy, smells like body. There's a little clip there. Uh, also, Justin out. says if there is a general discussion, famed comic book artist George Perez 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 announcement a few days ago would be a good topic. Do you know what he's talking about? No. Judson, enlighten us on that. Or send me a link. George Pettis. I get, artist? I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's Dune related. His 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 uh Ooh. his news news story. Yeah, I did see that there were some uh Dune comics. You think it's a new Dune comic that's coming out? Well, there's there's quite there's quite a few. Some of them cover House of Trades. Uh one covers Arrakis Dune. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was tempted to want to get those. I was like, no, 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 no. I got more important things. But, where would you? How would you? Would you have to order them online? Where would you have gotten them? I think so. Yeah, because I don't know where you would be able to find those. Because they've been out for a while. There's actually been there's about twenty of them out there. I'm would sure. the the comic book store in Austin have them? The they local probably, place? They might. Yeah. They might. Yeah. That's cool. I took I took Micah there one day because he wanted to start a Superman. Was it Austin Books and Comics? Yeah. Yeah. I took Micah over there uh, months ago because he wanted a Superman action figure. Oh, and we went all over that store and you couldn't get, I mean, they had the big ones. They're yeah. like these special edition ones, but he won't they really expand out. I'm, I'm really happy to see that they're still around. Cause I've, I've given them a lot of money over the years, but <laughs> I stopped, I stopped on that stuff. I was like, no, nope, uh-huh. yeah, they, they've, uh, they've managed. Yeah. They've managed to hold on through a time when it's really been a tough stretch for, yeah, for comic for books, mm-hmm. for the industry. They've been able to hold on. I think it's because they, they have, you either go all in, and you offer something really premium uh, in terms of the experience, or you're just not going to do, you're not going to make it now. Well, look at all the, all the comic book stores that, that were closed down. Um, there were so many of them that got shut down. Yeah. And video stores, like all the yeah. video stores closed down yeah. during COVID that were left. Mm-hmm. All that yeah. stuff got shut down. And it's like, fuck, man. It's like yeah. the, it just sucks. It's, you know, yeah. Fuck. It's just work. You got to find work. You know, it sucks. You know, uh, the, the, did you watch the documentary about the last blockbuster in Washington, D.C.? I not Washington, yeah. not, not Washington, D.C., Washington State. I've heard, I've heard of it. Yeah. Someone mentioned it. I mentioned, I'm watching the video somewhere, but they mentioned, yeah, that there's still one open, but it's in, it's in Canada, apparently. I, no, I uh, this well, one's at Northwest, uh, United States. Oh, the wow. one they did the documentary on. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's interesting how they how they keep their keep it like the, how they hold it together mm-hmm. and manage to keep. I love video. I love video. Huh? Thing. I love video. Shut down, right? Like, damn. Yeah, I talked to Conrad. You know, Conrad is the owner of. I you, you. I talked to him months ago, like months Conrad, ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to have him on the show sometime. He's gonna he was gonna do the show. Oh, dude, that's so cool. He's a good. He'd be a good guest. But yeah, we just haven't we haven't made it uh, scheduled oh. yet. But he was gonna come on and. But yeah, he closed it. He was trying to sell it. I, I think there was still a chance of it being sold. And then, like the brand, the name, yeah. and the library, the library, someone buying. He wants someone that's going to keep the library available and not just hoard it. Yeah. Uh, I know I can talk about that because he 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 was pretty much pretty open about that information. He says, I want to sell it. I've got offers, but I don't want to just sell it to some rich dude that wants to take the library and hoard it. I wow. want somebody that's going to continue to uh, make it available to the public. That was, that was one job that I really enjoyed working. I worked there for like nine months. I think it was, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was, it didn't pay shit though, but 
It was yeah. uh, when I started working for them years ago. God, that was in 2003, I think it was 2002. And when I worked for them, I was it was uh, oh, what's this? Justin saying something. It was I thought I knew about movies. I didn't know shit about movies, and so I started working there. I was like, Holy oh gosh, those guys know so much about movies. I don't even pretend to claim I know. I, I enjoy it and have a passion for it, but I don't claim to know as much as those guys know. Knowing oh. Reed's love of comics, he might be interested. Perez is famous for drawing the Avengers and the Justice League uh, JLA comics. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll check into that. We'll check into that. Find out. We'll look, I'll look at it. I know he sent a link, so I'll try to I'll try to copy the link over and, and see if I can He's look it up. Probably drawing pictures of uh, Chewbacca's penis. Probably. He's probably got... You check it out, Reed. You got to check it out, Reed. I think that's what the link is. I think he actually drew the pictures of, of Chewbacca's okay. naked pe- a naked body and he's of his of his privates and he's put it on he's put it he's got a host he's host a website hosting the photos. So as soon as I share the screen, it's gonna open it up and he's gonna be like, I got you, fuckers. Harry Cox. <laughs> Harry Cox and balls. Exactly what he's done. Fucking mm-hmm. fucking Judson. <laughs> He's just trying to trick us into looking at fucking uh, naked pictures of Chewbacca. He's, <laughs> he's going to get us one way or the other. He's going to get us. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to dive into Dune. We saw this beautiful movie in, in October. I saw it, uh, I think, the next, the first, um, within the first week. Uh, oh, yeah. We went I went to IMAX and saw it. And, and this is one of those movies. I don't go to IMAX for everything, but this was one of the ones I like. This movie needs to be seen on IMAX. We didn't do the 3D. Because I don't think the 3D was necessary, but the but the IMAX definitely enhanced the experience. You had already watched it on the small screen before we saw it, so you missed a few things you got to see on the big screen. But when you watched it on the small screen, I'm, I'm sure there's some things you had time to pause. Oh yeah, and look at again. So it was kind of a, a pros and cons to watching it both ways. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is that that Dennis Villanueva uses the entire screen. When he makes a movie, I noticed this with when, when I watched Blade Runner 2049 also on IMAX, he uses the entire screen. And I've always liked uh, filmmakers, storytellers that use their entire palette and they, they have, you know, artists that use the entire frame and, and filmmakers that use the entire frame and there's things going on. So you watch the, you go back and you watch the film multiple times so you can see because there was different parts of the story being told on screen in different parts of this you know uh, different parts of the frame not certainly on every every shot every scene but quite a bit mm-hmm. like the i mean we mentioned the part about the baron where he's up high he's in the ceiling yeah when he's high and yeah. and you you have an imax if you're not looking away up you don't necessarily yeah, see that. It, I was lucky I caught that. I was like, fuck, there's the bear. Oh, there he is right there. He's way up there. When I saw it, uh, my monitor was too dark. And so yeah. I didn't really get to see the worm really well. And I didn't see, couldn't see yeah. him up in the corner hiding. And so I yeah. actually did was, uh, was a little more, it was a little more light. I could see more. Yeah, it had more light to it. And it was able to get get everything there that was going Doing, doing well. I mean, Dylan's Villanueva is can do no wrong at this point for me. I mean, he did such a, a, a masterful job with 2049 Blade Runner. And I, when I heard he was going to do Dune, I felt really comfortable that we're finally going to get it right with him doing it uh, with Legendary, uh, uh, you know, 
films and, and him together. I thought they would figure finally figure it out and get it right. What I was worried about was that if they would if it would get to do the sequels. You know, you know that, that I've uh, that I, I might be on his movie, right? Danilo. What? Oh, he remember Sicario? Remember Sicario? Yes. Okay, so I mean, you know that picture I'm talking about, right? You were you were an extra in it. <laughs> I am not gonna claim that, uh, but you know what picture I'm talking about, right? Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna, I'm you wanna, can you pull it up and show us? I don't know if I could. If I, could, I know how to do that, but what if I you can, can if you can send it to me on Facebook, yeah. I could probably get it on the show. Yeah, let me let me get this. Let me see if I can find okay. it. Yeah, if you can get it on there. You can probably get it in. Uh, I do got a couple. <laughs> I, is it, it, it? It's like uh, yeah, that could be me. <laughs> I got a couple of pictures here. This is from the the Dune film. Three of the stars. Uh, quite a cast in this film, and the costumes were unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the set, the sets, the art design. I think this film is going to walk away with at least a couple of Oscars for visual and technical categories. Um, damn, I'd give it, I'd give it to Villanueva for director. I don't know who else is going to be going up against that this year, but I really hope, I hope this gets the same treatment as Mad Max Fury Road. Fury Road. Yeah. Because yeah, Mad Max Fury. Same category. I, I, Mad Max Fury Road is one of those movies that not not typically those type that genre of movie is not typically a movie that gets considered for Oscar, but Mad Max Fury Fury, Fury Road uh, broke that mold of what you expect from fantasy, sci-fi, dystopia type movies, and this this movie I think deserves the same treatment. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. And I, I think for actor, I think for uh, for lead actor, I think for supporting actor, I would give Oscar Isaac for best supporting actor. I would give uh, Timoth uh, Timothy Chalamet for best actor for nominating. I don't know if they would win, but I would nominate them both. And uh, Dennis Villanueva for best director. Definitely. Well, you also think about uh, cinematography, music. Yeah. Um, oh, they're going to get they're going to get some of those categories. Okay, I just sent I you the picture. I have to, because I I can I can uh, I remember when I first saw that I was like, yeah, I could totally claim that picture. So I just okay. sent you the picture. I think I saw this a long time ago and I forgot. Okay, I saw you send it. I'm gonna go look. His, I'm gonna go. I'll get yeah, this. It's just, a, it's just a, there's a lot of things about that movie that that um, there's the Benny Gesserit, um, what they talk about because after after. After learning about Dune, I was kind of like, like, what is this? What's the big hubbub about this whole Dune thing? And then I realized, mm -hmm. oh, damn, they're talking about DNA. And then, of course, you know, when I saw okay, the Wait, wait. Okay, I got a picture. I got the picture reset. <laughs> is, is, I, that? is it the, the, all right here on the far, for the people, viewers, it would be on the far right? Yeah. If you, if you watch it, you'll see. So I, I could, I could uh, uh, claim that I was on a. Uh, uh, Denis uh, movie. You could put it on your resume. Nobody could fight you on it. It's just an extra. That's all it is. <laughs> but you know, that's what I'm saying. But this this movie really, when I started learning about the whole story of Dune, and I'm like, oh crap. And I'll, we'll talk about it later in one, in one of the questions, mm -hmm. as far as what line of dialogue triggered uh, something for me when it came to, uh, you know, Bufo and Ayahuasca. Yeah, be, I'll tell you what I found out about that. 
Yeah. And I got, we do, and we're going to be covering that. We're going to ask the five questions that, that people are asking online uh, that they want answered in the sequel, or they, they're hoping that will be answered in the sequel. And Reed knows the answers to some of these questions or to maybe all of them. So we're going to ask Reed these questions. We're not even going to pull the answers from the article that I, I took this from. We're yeah, just going to have Reed yeah. just going to riff on it. Um, Steven, I love your analysis. Spot on, bro. Also being a filmmaker, my advice is definitely watch a movie for the first time without pausing it. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. That's, that's uh sound advice. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you watch it, absolutely watch it, enjoy it in the pace and the way the director uh, wants, you know, intended to be, you know, the story to be told, but then you go back the second time as a movie buff and you, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think it was uh, the one thing, you know, I never read the books. I'm not going to claim that. And so when I hear other people talk about it, the one thing they talk about the most is the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. And so that that was uh, interesting when they brought that up, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't know about that." There's a dinner scene where there are actually some, there were some Harkonnen or uh, Harkadin, I guess how you said, but there are some Harkonnen there still living there, uh, businessmen. So uh, there's some other details about that that are not covered. And that was like, I think that out of all the people who have read the book, what I heard from them was the biggest complaint that the dinner scene wasn't in there, and it did seem kind of rushed mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. There wasn't enough time between, yeah. Uh, Duke Atreides and his concubine, you know, the Lady Jessica. There wasn't yeah. enough time with them, too. I kind of felt that also, that there wasn't enough time. Yeah. But there needed to be more more of a, of a, of a, more of a couple relationship. There. I didn't see that a whole lot. I wanted more of that, too. Yeah, so that's one of your complaints. If you had a few nitpicks, those are going to be a couple of complaints you had. About- yeah, it's, it's just my, I wish, basically, is I wish the movie was longer. That's, that's yeah. My, it's it's yeah. not a nitpick, because I want more. Do you think they might put out a director's cut, a director's cut of it with an extra, you know, thirty or forty minutes of footage? Is that there the, is there is there, yeah there is some cut footage. Um, what was the character the the one that could uh, the, the the chubby guy the chubby guy mm-hmm. that puts his eyes and he's like basically a human computer. There's actually a scene where they capture him. There's a deleted scene where they capture him. Yeah, and uh, oh, I think it was Secrets of Dune on YouTube has been releasing a lot of these pictures like i don't know where he's getting this information from but he's got a good source uh this deleted picture scenes is what he has and, and actually artist uh concepts of, of what's it that secrets of dune on youtube um mm-hmm. he almost got banned because he was showing you know basically trailers that everyone else is showing and he got in trouble or something but i hope he well, stays well, like I hope he stays like, on. like leaks trailers leaks or were they actual trailers that are already out Trailers that are already out. Maybe it was the music or something. Maybe he didn't uh, do the proper uh, cropping of the video or or something. But yeah, there was something he got in trouble with or something. But I, I, he's a good guy, and, and I like what he puts out because there's there's also um, there's another guy, the black guy with the glasses, kind of nerdy. He does he does doing stuff too. And both of them is who I go to. Also, Nerd Cookies too. Nerd Cookies is another one I go to when I talk about doing. Yeah, she did. There's so many. So many weird rules about what you can play and what or the way you can play it. I mean, we got in trouble. We got we did get a we got a claim for doing a trailer uh, reaction uh, months ago. Me and Jazz One did a trailer reaction, and I, I went back and talked to uh, my buddy Chris Cassidy from Geek News Now because they do trailer reviews all the time, yeah. and they don't ever have, they don't ever seem to have any problems. And I figured out what we did was we watched it directly off of YouTube, mm-hmm. like like we we did a shared screen. And then I played the trailer directly from a YouTube channel, like a trailers channel on YouTube. 
And oh, like, you, didn't put, you didn't put your face in there or anything, or did you? We we just played it like shared screen. Like we just opened it up on another window of my computer. But were you we, in the frame too? We were in the frame. We were on like split screen with it with the trailer. But I think that somehow YouTube knew that we were running it on another YouTube show live mm -hmm. off of a YouTube channel. They somehow have a way of telling that, and then wow. they get, it gets it gets flagged. But if you download the video mm -hmm. to your hard drive. That's what we've done since then. We've downloaded the video to our hard drive. Oh. And then I put it into my folder, mm -hmm. and then I just play it. I put it on the show from my folder rather than from the internet. Okay. And the that YouTube channel. And there I haven't had any problems. But what I've, I've seen, like, lawyers do video. There's actually lawyers with channels on copyright and what you yeah, can't yeah. do. Yeah, and they, they get tons of views. And they always say you have to alter, alter yeah. it in some form or fashion. Uh, we do it with the sound really low. That's what I started doing. Well, there's nothing to you. See how they use a, the square. The the what's that? I've seen it's also that they actually have a square, but that they they change the angle of it. Oh, so that's or, a, that's another technique. That's another way. As long as it looks different or or, or somehow it's altered. Yeah, because I noticed that some of them actually put it on on a screen like a theater. It had the little chairs in front of it, like it's oh, different. Yeah. So I've heard, I've seen that too. There's a, there's ways to get around it because. Man, you, you want to talk about the trailer, but not get in trouble. You know? Yeah, it's the kind of a whole idea because you're a fan of it. And you want to the, the key is to do some kind of altering so it, it's it's changed it for in some form or fashion, not just showing it straight off yeah. the uh, yeah straight off the interweb. Okay, we got it right here. Some questions. Uh -oh. The five questions. Uh, the, the actual article uh, comes credit from GameRant.com, and it, the article was called. Dune, six questions we hope are answered in the sequel, but we're actually dropping one of the questions, so it's actually for our show, five questions we hope are answered in the sequel. Okay, let's get into it. All right, number one, or number one on our list, uh, I'm going to ask Reed, this is a question we hope is answered in the sequel. Will it be answered, and what will the answer be? What is the Emperor's Endgame? And will that be answered in the sequel, or will they wait and save it for a third movie? That's another no, question. It'll be, it'll be answered in the second part too. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, really, is the, what is the Emperor's in game? We just see like like what the house uh, uh, Duke, I've seen uh, Baron, what the Baron said. He's a very jealous and powerful man, right? Yeah. And he basically just uh, like the Baron and and the Emperor knew the whole plot, knew the whole story. Because yeah. Good, because the Emperor is jealous of House Atreides, and so he wants him to fight, and it's a setup. And House Atreides knows that too, which is kind of fucked up. You can't, do it. and you can't, re you can't refuse the word of the emperor either. And it's, really? that's not, no, you can't. No, he, yeah, that Baron cannot refuse the word of the emperor. Earlier, so earlier, you made the statement that Baron is not evil. What did you mean? What? So, what do you mean? What is he if he's not evil? Well, it's just a yin and yang. Yeah, it's like there's no good or no no evil. Like when, when the planet. When an asteroid hits a planet, was that good or bad? That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So, I got, you know, the same as like World War II, where the where the soldiers in, in Nazi Germany that were not Nazis, whatever they were soldiers, were they for the greater good or were they drafted? It's always for the greater good. So it's like you, you can pick any soldier throughout history. Like, oh, they're evil soldiers. Well, and they're, according to them, they were doing the right thing. So it's so a like yin and yang kind of thing. Uh, I, I can't say... Iraqi ISIS soldiers are they evil? Probably, but they feel they're doing the right thing. So this, I don't see. I think the Baron as evil. He's just doing 
because look at his gluttony, right? He just consumes, consumes, consumes. And when you look at the planet he comes from, uh, was it something prime? What's it called? I forget his planet's called something prime. Mm-hmm. Um, Giddy prime. The, that planet is ruined because they just consume the entire planet. And so mm-hmm. a lot of these, there's, when you look at the, the whole makeup, that's another thing that's kind of weird too, because you're basically talking about human history, 34,000 years and the future when Dune takes place. And you have a feudal system that has come back to human existence. There's no more republics, no more democracies, right? Which is kind of weird. So this feudal system, there's like, there's like 200 houses. There's like 180 houses or something like that. And every single house, not all houses have multiple systems. Yeah. And so like these, the top five or top 10, well, the, the ones we know of is the emperor's house, house Arconin and house Atreides. And each one of them have a multiple system that they possess, whatever, but not all the houses have that. And so this feudal system has come back in. So when you talk about Arconin, they basically had, what do you, what do you call it? Um, Remember when uh, Atreides said, this is my realm, now I control it, and the emperor can take it and give it away all he wants. You know? mm-hmm. It's all up in the whim of the emperor. There will be some, like, there, you could sue, you, know, you could sue. Like the same thing, did you watch that uh, movie with uh, Ben Affleck uh, where he fights, uh, what's his, Kylo Ren, what's that movie called? You know what I'm talking about, that new movie? Kylo Ren? It was a new movie where he was uh, in the last. Oh, oh, uh, you talking about uh, the actor Adam Driver? Adam Driver and and uh, oh, I have it right here. Hold on. Ben basically, I forget. Yeah, Ben Affleck and him in a movie. I forget what the movie's called. I'm gonna look it up right now. But in mm-hmm. that movie right there, that was the duel. I think it was called the duel. It was like oh, I didn't. I did not see that, but I was interested in that film. I saw it's that. I remember good. that came out yeah. recently. You watched it? Yeah, it's good. You um, so that like that one right there, Excuse like. Me. The 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 print. Lynette, uh, Lynette Osborne, by the way, sent yes. uh, the comment. What is oh. VASF dot tech? Oh shit! So is that some? Is that, that some is. Vasa tech? Is that some uh, Dune stuff? No, it's probably trying to get us to say that and get a plug in. I don't know. Get a plug in. <laughs> it worked. It worked, suckers. Oh gosh, I got troll. I've been trolled on lives before. People have tricked me a couple of times into saying some shit because they would send me a comment and I'd be there reading that like, oh, uh, so-and-so and and I'll suck. Oh, wait, there's like next thing I'm I'm talking about sucking something. And then (laughs) I was like, you guys got me. Sons of guns. Just like Judson. Just like Judson trying to get us to navigate over to a. Looking at fucking dirty dick pics of fucking Chewbacca. I'm not going to do it, sir. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Yeah, not gonna <laughs> fall for it, Judson. Not today. He's not gonna fall for it. Um, yeah. So I think okay. what I'm really hoping for is the Emperor's played by Mads Mikkelsen. God, I, I really, really hope it's Mad Mikkelsen. Is that being talked about? Has that been rumored? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fantasy, but I really mm-hmm. want him to be the Emperor because I'm a big fan of his his stuff. He's from Denmark. So you think that's who you think would be the perfect casting that's for? What, it. That's that's what who should be because yeah. you see uh, Mads Mikkelsen on. Uh, his first movie, oh, God damn, I was terrible with names of movies. Mad Mikkelsen was in a movie where he had zero lines. That's where we need Conrad from I Love Video. He should yeah, just be, was, uh, he would know these things right off God the head. damn it, man. That was a, it was a play where he played a Viking pretty much, and he goes to the new world. 
and he had zero lines in that thing. And he is fucking vicious. And, and so his his character has always been kind of a tough guy. Now he would be perfect for the Emperor. Only. Yeah, number two, number, number two. two on the list. What is the meaning of the this word quisets? Quisette Hatterack? Yeah. Yeah, Quisette Hatterack. Quisette Hatterack. What is the meaning of that? Will that be answered in the second movie, Reed? First of all, will that be answered in the second movie? Well, yeah, it was it was already kind of shown in the, in this part one, too. Yeah, they were already getting is. the Quisette Hatterack. Yeah. And also the the Baron's nephew is a Quisette Hatterack, too. Mm-hmm. And these okay, you gotta think this okay, a little bit. Let me do real quick. When you think of spice, maybe you should ask we should answer that question too first. Okay. Like what is spice, right? Yeah. But we'll come back to that. Anyway, so spice basically enhances human existence. Uh, it prolongs our life and improves health. And for that particular group of women, the the, the Bene Jesuit, it actually gives them the ability to go back in time and access memories from their mothers. Mm-hmm. And that's the mitochondria. That's MTDNA. I was like, ooh, what's this? That's what got my attention. So when I talk about this, because this is the, because this was in real life, men can do Y DNA testing, which is Y chromosomal DNA testing. We can do mitochondrial DNA testing, and we can do autosomal. There's three different DNA tests, right? Men can do all three. Mm-hmm. Females can only do autosomal DNA, which is in the center, and mitochondrial. They can't do the Y chromosome because females are XX. No, females are XX, right? And men are XY. And so the females can only do the mitochondrial. Mm-hmm. So when they talk about this, this uh, taking the spice and accessing memories from their yeah. mother, that's the mitochondria. And so, the, mm. so they're trying to, over these 10,000 years, they're basically trying to create a female version of the, of the, of them, basically. And that's the Quisette's Hatterat. And so they manipulated the families to have concubines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Manipulation over, over thousands of years. And Jessica was supposed to have a female, a Paulette, not a Paul. Right. Mm-hmm. And that Paulette, whatever, Atreides, was supposed to marry the Baron's nephew, who played by Sting in the last movie, right? Yeah. That's what's supposed to happen. And so then their child would be the Kwisatz Haderach. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is both mitochondrial and Y chromosome. So not only can the man access the memories of his grandmothers, like we can, like men, now you can access the memories of the father. The Y chromosome. And I was like, oh, so that's so what Frank Herbert was talking about was DNA and that how the spice allows you to access memory. Because when I do Y DNA testing, I access memories in a way to see how my lineage of grandfathers from Africa 400,000 years ago to, to now and seeing what cultures existed during those locations. And I can tell you exactly. You know, to a 20, you know, 15,000 years ago, my grandfathers were in the Nordic Bronze Age. They were in that culture in Northern Europe at that time. I can tell you that, for example. Like, if you were to do a Y chromosome, I could, I could tell you and me, if you had a y DNA, y DNA chromosome, I could tell you, Stephen, that you and I have a grandfather at this particular time in history. 
-hmm. Like this is our common grandfather going back, you know, 20,000, 50,000, 6,000 years with anybody in the world. I can, I can, I can tell you that. Wow. I'm going to do DNA tests. So this, this answer to this question is, yeah, the Kwisat Hatterat is both the, to access, not only the, the, the Bene Jesuit can access limited future mm -hmm. precog. They're limited in their precog abilities to the future, but they can access the past. The Kwisat Hatterat can do both. He sees everything. He sees everything from, he, he can see, that's when you see in the movie, he's, remember he gets after his mom when he's in the tent? Because yeah. he sees them cheering, you know, his father's death, whatever, or something, you know, like they're basically celebrating this, the, the holy war. There, and that's another thing, too. That probably another thing we could talk in the future is that when Frank Herbert wrote this book, he basically said, be careful who you follow, someone so charming. And then he's talking about politicians. Oh. And yeah. so because what Paul is doing as he's choosing, and later on his son, the god emperor, right? Later on, his son chooses what path is best for humanity, which if it means killing billions of people off, so be it. But it has to be done, right? And that's kind of the idea. It's like they, they, they're choosing the best possible future for humanity. And, and Paul has that, has, ability, has that ability, and later his son, his grandson would have that ability too. We talked about this a little bit, but I could not remember if we covered this uh, in our conversation after we saw the film. Is it publicly known if Frank Herbert did DMT? You want to talk is about just is it just speculated that he did DMT based on his did. storytelling about the spice? I think he did uh, psilocybin. That's what I think because when I, you know, during the movie, um, remember when that one quote when he says um, the guy he fought with, remember the guy he fought with and he killed? Yeah. He, that flashback or that memory he had was from on another parallel universe where he he was actually friends with him you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so what happened is that in another parallel universe he was actually showing him how to ride a worm and he tells him that that line he says the the mystery of life is not a problem to be solved it's a reality to experience right and that's what it lines and so that that's what i'm talking about as far as like he he knows that information because he's, he saw it, right? And when he fought him, he saw it too. He saw how he was going to basically kill him. He saw that. And so when it comes to, what was the question? He said, um, yeah, so after I saw, heard that line, that triggered a memory for me. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty deep. What's that about? And so I ended up, you know, searching basically spice is DMT. And then mm -hmm. I ran across uh, a guy from England he goes, but he's a YouTube channel called Adaptus uh, Psychoautic, Psychonautic, something like that. And so he I basically is saying that that's a spice in Dune is DMT. And I go, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. And then he starts talking about how back in 2014, there's an article from Daily Grail and saying that uh, magic mushrooms were the inspiration for Frank Herbert's science fiction epic Dune. And okay. I was like, what? I, I fucking knew it, right? And so there was there was a uh, there was exchanges of communication between Frank Herbert and Paul Stanitz. You know who Paul Stanitz is, right? Yeah. Okay, so Paul Stanitz is the guy, the guru guy that knows everything about mushrooms. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit! So you're telling me that that Paul Stanitz was in communication with Frank Herbert and they're comparing notes about mushrooms. 
that's psilocybin. That's magic mushrooms. And so this is where this is where I think no one else is talking about this. And I, what I think is that Frank Herbert took magic mushrooms, a lot of them, probably, mm-hmm. and he was inspired by Foundation, right? Because he did this all before. You know, there's, you know, the first science fiction movie. First science fiction movie was written by by a woman, and it was it was it was uh, Frankenstein back in 18, 1800s, right? Then you have later on, you have uh, John Carter Goes to Mars, another sci-fi, yeah. and then you, have, then you have Buck Rogers, and you have Flash Gordon. And then the first time you have Foundation that actually that involved a, a galactic empire, which was based off the Roman Empire, right? That's the whole thing was about. But never went into detail about that. So this time, Frank Herbert was inspired by Foundation and all the other sci-fi and a fucking shitload of fucking magic mushrooms and then basically came up with politics came up with religion came up with the spice. the dmt is the spice or the the magic mushrooms and so i I think he was inspired by that and created all this shit when he was fucking on it he brought back information he brought back information that's what i see wow oh we're getting spammed i got another uh comment the same uh va now this one's v-a-r-k no no no, don't say it don't say it don't say it (laughs) oh i said i shouldn't read it out loud no, no, don't read it out loud. Just, just, just don't do it. Don't do you it. think it'll shut us down? The, the the audio saying that in the audio. Who knows? Who knows? Just don't don't show it and don't say it. Okay, I'm not going to show it anymore. I think just like Chewbacca's getting... hairy, hairy penis. Don't do it. Well, I just said I would rather get that than get shut down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say anymore. Stop spamming us, people, on YouTube. You YouTubers, <laughs> spamming us over there. Well, I just did a class. I taught a class uh, on TikTok. At the Round Rock Library. I want to thank, by the way, I'm going to thank the Round Rock Library for having me on Saturday. And that video is what? supposed to be, be, yeah, I taught a class at the Round Rock Library on TikTok. You taught a class? I did on Saturday. Holy crap, cool. Taught a class. And it's, I think it's on their website now. Or they save it, they archive it, so you can go back and watch it. Nice. But I taught a class, and they had just been uh, bombed. They got bombed uh, on, on a live uh, themselves. Uh, they got shut down, and they got spammed. Uh, they called it bombed, but basically, I guess they get spammed a lot. And it shut them down. It was a security breach, and they got shut down. But I don't even know if I should be talking about it. But anyway, it was during their poetry night that happened. Mm-hmm. A few a few weeks before, so when I came on, they were like they had like an extra guy in there. It was a, like an IT like security IT. person <laughs> uh, that was on standby, kind of like Kevin type person it was on standby, ready to to jump in in case some some chaos ensued while I was on. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna even say, okay. Wow. Don't read. I'm not, I'm not gonna read any more stuff out. I gotta put those up on the screen when those random. And anyone who, anyone who sees that, don't click those links, man. Stay away from this. Oh, that's probably what it is. It's probably if you click the link, that's everything. Don't, all don't hell, all hell breaks loose. Don't don't, don't click the don't, don't do it. Don't don't take don't do it. do it. Okay, here's my favorite of the questions. How did the Baron survive? We talked. I asked you that as soon as we watched the, after we watched the movie. I asked you right after the, that. Is that going to be answered? Is that going to be answered in the second movie? And then how did he survive? The only thing I can think of is that that when. Um, Man, that was such a sad moment too, man. When I yeah. just hear the music too, and that that, that yeah. scream and this and the music, and oh yeah. my god, it was so good. It was it was. Um, good. The only thing I think of is that he went up away from the gas, and maybe his his uh, his fat lard in his body absorbed yeah. the poison. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> you see that right there? That bath he's taking. The only thing I can think of is that bath is kind of like a charcoal. 
you know how yeah. charcoal is kind of like a filter, right? Yeah. So he's kind of like uh, filtering that stuff out of there. But that's what I can think of. Is like I like to. There's like I like to see. Yeah, what's the answer on that? But yeah, I think it's because he went up and and his uh, his his, uh, his gluttony maybe saved his life maybe. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. the way he moved the whole like when he got up in that guy's face, you know, like uh-huh. his chest uh-huh. all up in him, you know. Like and I really yeah. like that. It was such a cool that uh, gravity, gravity. Uh, and uh, and was it? He has like a gravity assist on his backbone. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. It, it, that was that was one of the uh, most interesting characters. Oh, yeah. And watching how they, I mean, it was the best villain I think since since this guy. Sorry, sir. Doing my best. <laughs> well, you remember how he called him cousin? A cousin, I gotta tell you, you got, you got good food here. Remember he tells him that? Yeah, it's like because they're all related, man. All, all these, all these royal houses are related in some way. They probably mm-hmm. years, probably. Because House yeah. of Conan is supposed to come from Russia, and House of Trades is supposed to come from Europe, right? So they're cousins. Yeah, they probably are. That there was also the character, the guy from uh, Guardian uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, that plays his his. Uh, one of his top top soldiers. Polka dot, polka dot uh, what's that? Polka dot, polka dot man? No, no. Well, polka dot man. There's polka dot man from Suicide Squads in the movie, but also uh, the guy the the guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Big dude. Oh, you're talking about um, what's his name? But but Batista. Batista. Yeah, he's he's good too, man. He's in there too. Especially I, the 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 reaction from Batista to polka dot yeah. man. Yeah. I'm saying they're the wrong names. Yeah. But, yeah. but when he tells them, like, how can he take this? How can he take this from us? How can he take this from us? And how Polka Dot Man responded back to him, like, don't think a gift is as a good thing. You know, he got to explain to him. And it's really cool how Batista's character didn't like yell at him either, because no, no, he knows that anything this guy says is important because this guy's a living computer. Yeah. So he didn't he didn't give him any shit. Like he he told like he, like, he freaks everyone else out around him that's afraid mm-hmm. of him. It's like no, no. These these mentats are, are real important. Um, that's why they. That's why the other mentat for House Trades was captured. And there's deleted footage of that. Um, they, they captured him. I'm pretty sure they haven't shown his mm-hmm. video death. Yet. Mm-hmm. So he's been captured. Oh, by the way, uh, before we go to our next question, I want to give a little uh, mention shout out to our sponsor tonight. Who's that? Yeah. Get out of here. One. Topa Chico. This oh, episode really is brought to you. Yes, no, no, it's not brought to you. <laughs> no, look, look, look. no, I, no, I do have a seriously legitimate plug. I got, I, I recycled my uh, garlic. <laughs> what is that? that is the, from the Thunderpop shop, Reed. That is, that, that is a t shirt you can buy if you go yeah, to thunderpopshop.com and shop the Thunderpop shop for pop culture mashups <laughs> in the Thunderpop shop. And this is one of the the shirts that you can find in the Thunderpop shop is Jack Black Widow. I like it. I've, I've got Jack Black Widow t-shirt over in the Thunderpop shop. So get over there. It's Christmas. Stocking stuffers need to be filled for this, you know, for with care, as they say. So you go by the Thunderpop shop and you get you a Jack Black Widow shirt. <laughs> you do. Um and actually, the site's down right now for some reason. I have no idea why it's down. So, it's getting uh, hacked. <laughs> what's that? It's getting hacked. It's probably been hacked. God damn it. 
God damn. Oh, wait. You know what? I just typed it in wrong. Sorry. Oh. I thought I'd been. I, it would have it would have made sense. How many questions so, have we done so far? <laughs> we're uh we're we're close. We are actually uh now at the third question. Okay, oh. here's the fourth question for you. What the actually this will be the fifth question, this next one. What is the origin? And we I think you covered this a little bit already. What is it you covered that we kind of hit this question a little bit? What is the origin and potential of spice? And you answered that question already. Do you have any yeah, more you um, could add to that? There's, yeah, there's more to add to it. So um, Arrakis was a planet that actually was like Earth, right? There was a, it actually had like, you know, oceans and it was like had forests and shit like that. So what happens is it turned to desert eventually, but they're all like, that's like Mars, all the waters on the ground. Yeah. And um, these worms are not, na are not native to the planet. They were brought there. And for some reason, they, they just thrived. Uh, and they grew and grew and grew and grew. Mm -hmm. And so this particular worm, right, has a hard shell on the outside. So mm -hmm. they don't really have an anus, right? And so they basically shit through their skin or they secrete uh, the, like in, like in the aquarium tank, you basically have mm -hmm. um, ammonia and you have nitrates. Yeah. So basically that's like piss and shit in the, in the water. So these, these particular worms uh, secrete their urine and then their, poop out their body through a little cracks and when you see their their scales right the the shit is in between the scales that comes out kind of oozes out so the bacteria that's on the planet yeah the bacteria uh, attaches to the poop in the pee and that is where spice is from and so when that rubs off the it's a it's a combination of poop and pee with algae with uh, a fungus Ooh. a fungus from like psilocybin like a fungus right it mixes with it and so it, it turns into spice. And so that's what gives, that's where spice is from. I thought yeah. that was really cool. It's like, whoa, 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 that's how that works. Yeah. That is some shit there. The shit is getting real. Oh, yes, things getting serious. Dude, did you hear what I said? The shit just got real. Yeah. So the shit is getting real. Okay. <laughs> they're marching down on that shit. Oh, I live longer. Oh, I can see the future. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can back and fold space. Oh my gosh, that is the sickest thing that you can. Everything, everything is is uh, analog in that world. Mm -hmm. There's no computers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like we don't have AI, right? Because everything yeah. uh, they had the the Butlerian Jihad, which basically is a is a robot war. They killed everything. They destroyed all robots uh, that had AI, and so everything that took place that takes place before this this story. Yeah, like thousands of years ago would that be a good prequel could that possibly be made at some point well that, that's what that's what frank's uh frank's son uh focused on was a lot of that stuff. yeah he expanded on a lot of that stuff and a lot of people don't really want to accept there's there's two different camps right yeah um there's a camp that that acknowledges everything that frank herbert did and totally yeah. disavows everything that his son did yeah. And so whenever when it comes to Frank Herbert, it's basically the first six books. The sixth, seventh book was never done. Right? Yeah. So I kind of finished up on that. But the six books, the first six books that were done by Herbert and the encyclopedia that was that was given the christening that it was legit. The encyclopedia and all the six books are together. But yeah. then the son had all the little stories, he expanded on them and stuff. And so some of those stories yeah. kind of conflict with the encyclopedia, and that's that's the that's the gripe. That's the fight. That's the controversy. Yeah. 
Why couldn't he have gotten him got why couldn't he have done those stories to where they they don't um go against the encyclopedia and, and some things? Is it impossible for him to have gotten everything? Or is it well, that he was too late? He wasn't he didn't try hard enough? Well, he did he really didn't I don't know. Maybe he wanted to expand on certain things. And maybe you know he enjoyed the story probably and wanted to expand on it. And the encyclopedia kind of got in the way. And so, mm-hmm. you know, since he has the rights to it, he kind of has gotten rid of the encyclopedia. But people have copies of it and stuff. It's, those are yeah. copies are like hundred dollars. So oh, he he kind of he kind of deleted like got rid of it. Like he kind of just, got, yeah. It's the same it's thing been, like Star Wars. It's been like Star away. Wars. Yeah, pissed away. Like it's like, like Star Wars. Uh, not mm. acknowledging legends. Like wow. everything that's that's non-canon. Right? Exactly like the legends. Like the little, like Disney did with the legends books of Star Wars. He's kind so of Dune has has their own um pol- their own politics going on too. Which I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know about that. There's, there's another guy. Is he the sole proprietor? Is he the sole proprietor, or is he? Or does he share oh, yeah. it with anybody? No, he's the sole proprietor. And so the, there is a guy on YouTube. I forgot his YouTube channel, but he actually explained all the books when they came out, the comic books and everything. I was like, oh, great, this guy. I, I mean, I, I like to give him the credit for what he what he because he basically does a brief on on all the books when they came out, who wrote them, who was involved, and it explained everything. And, it was, and so he's definitely a, a guy who. Uh, as a guest of the sun. He doesn't like what the sun has done as far as mm-hmm. like, it's nice to expand, but you know, get with the program, get with the encyclopedia, get with the, the original thing, the original six. So it's pretty interesting uh, politics. Hey, Picard. Yeah, there's, you can see it. Okay, there. I can't see it on my side. You can see it? I saw it for a flash real quick. Oh, here it is. And then David Lynch. There it is. Oh, yeah. And then David Lynch said, we got to actually move the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the underway. Okay, there. <laughs> make it slow. Make it slow. Yeah. And David Lynch said, "Make it slow. He's, make it slow." He's in the movie. Yeah. I don't think he. I think uh, uh, the guy that you know, his character, Picard, paid uh, Stewart. I think the. I think they got the right actor for that. I don't like the actor, but I think it was good. I think it was a better choice. The actor that took over, yeah, and the the new. And he was in version. Mario too before that. You know, he was in the same. He was uh, he's been with him before. The yeah, somebody that he's comfortable working with. And directors do that. Directors will have yeah, actors that date. Like, the picture. Like, the picture oh, yes. Uh, and Reed, right. Reed sent me this picture, and I want right to put this. Let me go. Let me go track it down. Fucking bullshit. There it right is. There. Right there, okay, is. this one. And this no, is no, from, no. isn't that the what if? No, that's. Those are the entities entities that I saw when I did DMT. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the watcher. Did you watch the what if on Marvel What If? No, no, that is an image of the entities that I saw. It looks, but it looks like the uh, the watcher on the what if. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? No. He sees all in the Marvel, all the multiverses. Oh, okay. That character in the multi. I'm going to show you this here in a second. I'm going to show you how how similar that is. I didn't realize it when you said it to me. I just thought that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful and very interesting photo. Yeah. Go ahead and tell me. Yeah. Elaborate on that photo, and I'll show you the picture here in a little bit. No, I I just you know from when I when I did DMT and I and I wrote a trip report when I did Bufo, which is five meo DMT. I those that's what I saw. I saw entities and I saw their eyes. And I tried to look for a photo that was the closest resemblance of that, and that's what I found. Yep, that's that's not who I saw. Those are the gods that I saw. 
Now you've gone, how many times have you done the D? Have you done twice? Have you been to the DMT church twice? I've been there twice, but I've only done done Bufo once and I did ayahuasca once. And yeah, that's even once is is pretty incredible. When do you when do you do it again? When do you go back to do do another round? I, I definitely want to go back in March again and, and, and do more ayahuasca, but, but uh, you know, definitely it did heal me, but I'm I'm going through some stuff right now, so I think I, I definitely need some something, you know, because I think, I know the VA now is doing the way they can do psilocybin, and so I'm gonna try What's to that? Talk. the VA is trying to pass psilocybin magic mushrooms for treatment. As a, like something they can prescribe? Yeah, like microdosing. Yeah, I definitely is it is is it legal in the states? Legal in state Texas for uh, being prescribed for medicinal reasons? I don't think so yet. It's like it's, it's experimental, but it's definitely okay. better than the shit that they're putting out. But when yeah, at the yeah. church that I went to, the church that I went to, it's legal there, on the grounds. Yeah. On the grounds, it's, yeah. It's, Under their, it, yeah, it's their it's a sacrament. It's part of their religion, and I, I'm, I'm 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 honored and 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 give you know, just like an awe that they let me partake in that. You know, there are certain rules you got to do take. You know, like. You can't be on drugs, bullshit drugs. You can't be mm -hmm. drunk. You you have to eat, make sure you eat right before you get there. There's a lot of this. It's not to be taken lightly, that's for sure. Okay, here, check this out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The Watcher. And that's the, well, uh, you know, from... Well, yeah. From way, yeah, they were watching me, too. Yeah, they were, so they so. were with their bright eyes, yeah. Yep. And there's the uh the, the only the only thing is I, I couldn't see a silhouette. There was no uh, silhouette. Yeah, I here there's see. a silhouette. Yeah, on the mine too, but yeah, man. My but the ones I saw were like like stars. They were bright. They were stars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh the Marvel's uh, what if and that the whole premise is that the, the what if the uh the watcher sees all the multiverses. He's the only, he's the only person that is a mediator of sorts between all the different multiverses wow. in the Marvel. So that, that's, the Marvel. A, that's something I, I, I wanted to talk. You know, remember that one line? Um, I can read it here. Um, yeah. The mystery of life isn't a problem to solve, but a reality to experience a process that cannot be understood by stopping it. We must flow. We must move with the flow of the process. We, we must join it. We must flow with it. Let it go. Let it go. And so, like, I think that that quote there from the movie, and I was like, "Whoa, shit!" That really—that's just weird about this, you know. Spice DMT is spice. Like, I've I've drank it, I've smoked it. Like, yeah, I know what that I know what that's about. And and the thing too is like the, these, you know, that particular quote really hit. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. There's a lot of things about this this Frank Herbert. He definitely was inspired by it. because see the first time that Buffo was done was done, which is five MEO from the Sonoran Desert Fraud. I think that was in the 80s. So DMT as five MEO from the Sonoran Desert Fraud of Buffo Alvarez wasn't there. And so ayahuasca was, but ayahuasca was not being done in North America. It was being done in South America. You had to go down to South America to do it back during that time. And so when he made 1965, when he made when he wrote Doom and put it out, the only thing that was available was psilocybin, magic mushrooms. 
So there's no doubt that I think that he definitely because the, the shit. If you go back and listen to all the quotes that Frank Herbert wrote in the book, you'll see that it's it's pretty a lot. He, he that's definitely where he got it from. You say Judson ketamine. says I think ketamine microdosing has been legalized in Texas. Lost last I checked, MDMA with therapy was supposed to be legalized this year, but I don't know if it's actually been done yet. So yeah, those. Those things, when people talk about ketamine and microdosing and uh, MDMA, MDMA the, those are, I don't know too much about, um, but I will, I will say that there's different tiers, right? You know what tiers, like, you know, tier five, tier zero, tier one, you know, when I see like tier one, I'm talking about like, you know, special forces, uh, JSOC, um, DevGro, like, you know, like badass soldiers, like tier one soldiers, you know, I would think I was like maybe tier five when it came to like me being eight second airborne tier five like bottom of the mm -hmm. so <clears throat> when i talk about drugs when you talk about like marijuana um, cocaine crack beer alcohol tobacco sugar salt you know whatever those are all shit drugs those are all the bottom of the barrel and tier zero is 5-meo-dmt mm -hmm. in that same category is ayahuasca and NDMT. Mm -hmm. um, psilocybin is tier one. Um, LSD is like maybe tier two. So when you talk about like, they're not considered tier zero, to, as far as I'm concerned, it's not considered, it's not a drug, that's a medicine. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about Bufo and ayahuasca, that's tier zero. That's, that's God. That's Mother Earth. That's medicine. And so when all these like this, um, MDMA and ketamine, they're probably tier five. I don't, I don't know too much about them. I'm not going to waste my time with them, but I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to piss on them or anything. I, I, okay. If it's good, check it out. Yeah. You know, because, but I, but I, I don't do it for, for recreation. I do it for the journey, basically. You know what I'm saying like this journey that, you know, when, when you, when the movies come, hopefully that Dune, two comes out right the mm -hmm. third movie and maybe it goes on further on when it gets to the god emperor and that's mm -hmm. when it gets really really fucking cool it, it starts to really really change um i think it gets a little wacky later on but like mm -hmm. when you when you look at book seven right book seven yeah very 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 end of the book i probably spoil it for people who haven't read it though but from what i've uh, heard and read too the last you know, paragraph, last page in the book, whatever. There's a there's a break in with the fourth wall there, and it's almost like there there's a couple that's observing the entire universe. You know, it's kind mm -hmm. of weird. So that goes on further, further, way down the line. So another another fifteen thousand years passes after Dune, and you also mm -hmm. think about too before Dune started, you're talking about thirty four thousand years back to Earth. And when you look at the the encyclopedia, the first mentioning that they mention is the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. And how the treaties how the treaties can can find their link all the way back to the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. So Europe, and so they they mention it's kind of cool because they mention Earth and they mention the capital moves from from Rome to London to Washington D.C. Like you know, it's the, the Western Empire, it's the Roman, you know, it's like the capital of the world moves. Well, because it's the most powerful nation. Mm -hmm. So for them to think of of the United States as uh, an ancient empire, ancient culture is the way we look back 34,000 years back to 
when humans just got to the Europe. You ever heard a story of uh, the Red Lady of Pavilion in England? Mm. So there's a there's yeah. a there was a there was a skeleton that was found in, a, in the goat cave in Wales, mm -hmm. and there's a preacher that was trying to. Uh, he's a preacher. He believed everything in the Bible was gospel. He believed everything in the Bible was the truth, and he knew about archaeology. And he noticed, started seeing, oh, these numbers are a little different than six thousand years. They're saying the Earth is older than six thousand years. Like, oh shit! And so he he uh, found this cave. They said they found an elephant skeleton in the cave and they went in there and they realized oh there's uh hyena skulls in here there's rhinoceros skulls and there's a woolly mammoth skull in here what the hell's going on so he thought that it was the the great flood of noah's flood that washed these creatures into the cave but they found out later on and when he found the body when he found the body of a young man that was buried there it was a burial and so when he when he unburied the, the skeleton, he knows it was red powder on this on the, on the skeleton, and he thought, oh, this is makeup. It must be a prostitute. That's what he thought. And he saw periwinkle shells, and he's like, oh, this is this is jewelry. So this must be a prostitute during the Roman Empire, because he found ruins up up above, you know, above the cave. There he he mistakenly took him for the Roman Roman uh, ruins. So he read, he called the red lady of Pob uh, Pobolin, and that was a prostitute. So year, this is back in like 18, 1800s when they found this. And this is, and so the equivalent from Dune to the United States is the equivalent from us now to the lady of Pobolin. It's 34,000 years ago, right? And so back then, so it ended up being, no, this, this is a man that was buried with a, that died. They don't know how he died. He's young. And this was when the coast was 75 miles further out. Because if you go to this cave now, the, the goat's cave, the, the shore is right there in front of the cave. But, but 34,000 years ago, the shore was 75 miles out. That's where the shore was because it was the ice age. So it's kind of cool when you think of the story is this many years, but in reality, it's this many years. And again, they forgot where Earth was too. They don't know where Earth, they don't know they come from. The Earth got hit by, by a comet, it was destroyed, and uh, they went back and they they fertilized it, you know, made it back to a planet, but they did they decided to go ahead and just, you know. Oh. Got it. Tech <laughs> the tech Shut department up. has tech department. We need Kevin. We need Kevin. How long have we been? Oh my god, an hour. Okay. Did, Kevin, did you uh, get everything? Did you want? Did you? Is there anything more you wanted to, to cover? We got a message from our IT department that there was a concern, a security of, the, of a possible security breach because of what <laughs> happened, and they actually do want me to get off soon because they were they've been monitoring the uh, CPU levels and there's all this weird stuff that's going on. You gotta get a fan uh, on it, man. Get a fan on it. I got a fan. It's running yeah. below Ooh. it. Oh, Apparently, I the message I received is that there's a CPU right now of 720, which is very unusual. On a kernel task, Ooh. anything over a hundred is is usually, you know. Mm. And I've did been noticing, that I've been noticing. Yeah, we did get through the five questions. Okay, good, I've been good, noticing good. that it's been freezing up a little bit, and it was. Then I looked, and it was uh, the CPU on that was like, whoa. Oh, jeez. 
yeah, I don't know what it is. So we we'll have to do some troubleshooting after I get off to see what's going on. If there's there were, if we were spammed or anything, I run a a security um, scan. Good. It goes scans everything. I had one more thing I want to ask you. What was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, I'm just watching the documentary. Uh, I started watching it the other night. It's called it's it, it's a Beatles documentary that Peter Jackson directed or he he produced and directed oh. and edited. It's it's a footage that was already existing of the sessions from the Beatles sessions that they had done in this they had they it was after they had stopped touring and they weren't they weren't going to tour anymore and then they decided to do this live show uh-huh. in kind of a big recording uh soundstage and the what I've seen in the documentary so far it's just a lot of raw like them sitting around talking kind of like like wow. stuff you never stuff you never see it's not it's not it's behind the scenes stuff it's not over like and second, second documentary he's done the first documentary was about his grandfather in world war one yeah all that other that one so he's doing this that's really cool he's doing yeah this. so it's just he lets it run and just lets you see them in the raw and it's redigitized so it looks really good it looks brand new like brand new footage but it's just wow. like very raw it's like them seeing them in their everyday kind of like surroundings and what they're like and what it's like and it's not edited it's not over over cut and, and it's just if it just runs. I would love to see more of that. If how cool would it have been around the time David Lynch was doing the original Dune? Did he meet George Lucas? Did him and George Lucas know each other? Did they run into each other and have a conversation about his experience making Dune? Did he talk to? Oh, you know, was it, it, five. Yeah, because he it's because uh, he had already done Star Wars and Empire Strikes yeah. Back. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd like to see more of that where you could just see these people in 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 like filmmakers, creators crossing paths and just raw and not just letting just letting it go and seeing them kind of and, and if I could have these these glimpses of that over time, like I was able to have of the Beatles in this documentary of like George Lucas and David Lynch and well the same thing and, with the uh Jason Momoa. Um everything you see of Jason Momoa in the desert that was him going out and doing that on his own yeah and when he showed when he that showed was, yeah yeah when he showed the direct when he showed uh denny he's like when did you shoot this i go yesterday where give me the location and so they went out there yeah and he liked what he saw because yeah. he dressed up a character and went out there and just fucking around and it's go- it's gorgeous I, you ever been in the desert i've been in like a, a ntc yeah. when i was when i was in california is there Vegas in California? I've, I've drove. I've drove through the desert. I mean, I have a yeah, walk. It's really, it's really yeah. pretty. It's dangerous, it's, it's but it's like no dangerous. The, the desert is beautiful. It's yeah. You don't want to go on a hike if you don't know <laughs> out in the desert for miles. And if you don't know late late in the day in the summer. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, speaking of wilderness and 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 terrain, and this is just totally off the kind of beaten path. You living now out kind of more east of town yeah. south southeast would you be kind of southeast of austin <laughs> southeastish okay what do you want so, to know man <laughs> so going out that direction you know there's dell valley as you uh, there's bastrop mm-hmm. so dell valley which is just past the airport of austin where we live mm-hmm. i didn't know this but there's an alligator sanctuary what in, in dell valley i didn't know that so somehow some way somebody or some some entity 
has been able to keep has been able to keep alligators in Del Valley in a creek or whatever, and they call it an alligator sanctuary. Uh, uh, anyway, what, some of the alligators got loose. I don't even know what keeps the alligators like pinned up. Can you even have an alligator be kept captive in a in a, a, a clo enclosed area? I don't know if that's even like without a big tall brick wall, like concrete you wall. Uh, you well, have like, have as long as you feed them, because the same thing as a frog, like frogs and turtles will leave a pond and go somewhere else. Well, Fine. one of them got loose, I guess. No, actually several, a multi, like a, a band of them got loose and, and just apparently into somebody's yard and ate and ate a dog. Oh no. Like they all got into a, one of them won the battle for the dog. Cause it was the alligators were kind of like in a, fighting for the food and they all and it was so anyway it was a oh. terrible story but i'm like that's an epic epic fail for the alligator sanctuary for letting that happen yeah now i could yeah. be i could be getting the story mixed up maybe the dog got loose and got into the sanctuary all i know is that the alligators got some neighbor's dog you know it's funny you said it because i just uh today i heard some some ruckus outside and uh chicken and so and i saw a dog running down the road with a chicken in his mouth uh, <laughs> That's how you know Reed lives in the country now. He's not because, in Austin. Yeah, the chickens run around wild, and uh, yeah, the dog got that one chicken. I was like, "Oh, poor chicken." So yeah, um, that's life, man. Life is pain. Didn't even get to get fried. Raw salmon. The worst way. <laughs> the worst way to go. The worst way to that's go. A, that's how he, he just took out a dinosaur, a little baby dinosaur. He got so that little baby dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the food chain, though, because you got to talk about the dog getting the chicken. Well, the alligator said, no, I'll get you, dog. The alligator got the dog. The dog, though, can get the chicken. The chicken can get the rat. The chicken gets the chicken gets the rat, right? Do they get the they kill rats? Chickens? Yeah, they kill they attack rats. Yeah. Yeah. And then rats would get like basically a worm. Or I, I guess. Maybe possums, possums will eat rats, too. I saw a, a possum, a fat possum scale of fence the other day. It was hilarious. Yeah, the possums are good. Possums are good. Don't, don't hurt them. They're actually no, good for them. Yeah, it perched. It was perched up on a on top of the fence, and then it was just chilling there on the fence. But you could see it flab. It was like the Baron. <laughs> its flab was like hanging off both sides of the fence. Uh, yeah, it was. Funny. It was pretty pretty funny. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna go check our CPU levels because there was there was a security uh, earlier. There was a security issue. I opened up two uh, messages that had some random uh, spam, and then my my our computer started having a high CPU. So we're I don't oh, know if issue Jesus or not. Christ. So I'm gonna go check that out, and then uh, Reed Charles, yes, thank sir. you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on, man. It's been fun. Have a nice casual conversation on Dune and and. Uh, yeah. DMT. I it. It's it's really good. Um, yeah, man. There's there's a lot more to it than just. There's a lot deeper thing. There's a lot more deeper thought there when this was written. Yeah, oh, and I was just talking about another one of those random. I'm not going to say it out loud. No. Oh, you still there? <gasps> I can. Oh boy. What happened? Oh man. I see that the timer clock. Okay, we're at an hour 20. I'm still on, looks like it. Mm. 
man, you just you just got nuked. Somebody nuked you. Oh boy. Oh, computer died. Oh my god. Damn it. I'm still on. Hmm. This is me now. So what do we talk about? Let's see. Let's talk about Brian Murescu. Brian Murescu wrote a book called the immortality key, the religion with no name. And there are a lot of similarities uh, of what he's covering in that book, dealing with the Greek mysteries. I'm gonna keep talking, you guys still see it's live at uh, 20. So um, I would say there's definitely some similarities. We're talking, we're gonna go off of Dune now and talk about uh, psychedelics now. There's a lot of similarities between uh, the Greek mysteries and ayahuasca. Because in the Greek mysteries, the Greeks uh, brought back information. And when they drank the spiked, the spiked wine, they were visited by... Oh, there you are. Did I, you... I just kept on talking. I just kept talking. I'll talk you were talk. Still, so you were still on. You got to stay on. Yeah, Did I just kept talking. On? I was talking about uh, Brian Murescu on the Greek mysteries. And, oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me get... <laughs> Because I was, I was like, you know, my, my picture took up the whole screen. Oh, okay. So let's uh, let's talk about let's talk about um, let's talk about psychedelics. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna close the show out because my mic and and everything got disconnected. I'm talking straight into the computer. But thank you for keeping the show going. That's the first that's ever happened. <laughs> I left him on. A, oh, he froze up again. No, no, you're still there. Okay. Everybody have a good day. Hour second, millisecond. Thank you, Reed Charles. Everybody have a good night. Well, that was an interesting one. Yeah, we'll talk about the psychedelics next time.